Welcome in our next guest, Cynthia Murphy, Managing Editor, ETF.com. I'm glad you're here with us. Everybody was talking about Rivian's debut, the electrified EVs, EV mania. I mean, it's just been very exciting, obviously, with Tesla and, and so many of the others, Lucid and Neo and Xpeng and et cetera, et cetera. Um, what are some of the trends that you're seeing when it comes to these ETFs? Hi, Nicole. Yeah, it's all of these get kind of wrapped up into the broader segment of ESG investing, which, as you know, has been one of the hottest segments in 2021, really since 2020. Uh, what's been interesting to see in this space from the ETF perspective is that innovation is full steam ahead. We've had like more than 40 ETFs launched this year that offer some kind of variation on your basic ESG flavor and electric vehicles, all of these clean energy uh, strategies and companies are all within the segment. Uh, what's been kind of fascinating to see is that where the money actually goes when it comes to this space. So outside of you know anything that has Tesla in it, finding an immediate crowd, um, it's been the case where people tend to choose the ETFs that offer the least deviation from just your market-like results. So fund like ESGU, for example, it has picked up almost $7 billion in assets this year. No one comes even close. Now, ESGU, if you really plot it against the S&P 500, it's almost identical returns. It's a U.S. large cap fund with an ESG screen to it. And to a lot of people, that has been enough of an ESG flavor to just deliver on this theme. So it's been kind of interesting to see the innovation is getting more and more granular, offering more and more laser focus uh, offerings in the space. But the money still flocking to some of your biggest, broadest strategies. Right. I mean, from cannabis to clean energy. Right. I mean, those are some of the ideas. Now, what was interesting is there was a lot of excitement around BitO for Bitcoin. Um, which you don't even actually get some Bitcoin. You're trading Bitcoin futures. And then you had the rejection. Again, I mean, we know some of these Bitcoin ETFs have not been flying through regulators so quickly. The Van Eck Bitcoin ETF um, was turned down. Tell me a little bit about what's going on here. So that was the, the big story of today for anybody who's been watching Bitcoin, which today is fair to say is everybody. Uh, we were waiting, the, the Securities and Exchange Commission had to say yes or no to the first physical Bitcoin ETF, physical, quote unquote, um, and that was a VanEck fund. And that, that decision could come as early as next week, but it came today and it was a no. Was it as expected? Most people say yes. I mean, if you remember, the SEC has been saying no to an ETF that holds Bitcoin since really the Winklevoss first filed for it. I think the first right. official denial was 2017. They denied it again in 2018, and they keep denying it. So was it as expected, but a little disappointing because the futures ETFs are there. BITO, which came out a couple weeks ago, is a one and a half billion dollar fund already. So there's so much pent up demand for access to Bitcoin in ETF wrappers. We were kind of hoping this would be it and we can just see what happens next. But it was still a no. And, and what's cool to see is that Vanek pivoted as quickly as they could. And they're launching then their futures um, Bitcoin ETF on Tuesday. So they are not sitting there mourning this decision. They are moving ahead and they're launching a futures ETF instead next week. I'm not, first of all, I did not know about next week's um, ETF that will trade Bitcoin futures because that will go right against 
But, oh, not surprised to hear about the rejection today, like yourself. I guess they kept trying to put this together and put it through. And maybe eventually they'll try again. I mean, I don't know which parts they need to change in order to please regulators. In the meantime, um, you know, a smart team would have the next plan ready. So that does seem on point. When you talk about ETFs and the inflows that we've been seeing for um, retail investors, it's been huge, right? Yeah, I mean, this has been a record year. I, we have way past $700 billion, which, you know, not long ago would be crazy pipe dream. So the numbers just keep growing and growing. And the ETF market in the U.S. has more than $7 trillion in assets. I mean, we've been covering this. I've been covering this space for more than a decade now. And uh, these are numbers we always thought would come eventually. And then all of a sudden they just hit us and they just keep growing quickly. So ETFs are finding really, really a strong um, space and they're finding space with new crowds. They're not just a retail crowd, but now a crypto crowd and active management crowd. Uh, there's uh, just the innovation in the space. It's, it's been really, really cool to see this year and the, the assets are following. Well, at least you can rest a little this weekend and at least you have one answer done and other things to focus on to get ready for next week. Cynthia Murphy, nice to chat with you. Thank you. Managing Editor, ETF.com. Thanks, Cynthia.